immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I, I just couldn't, for weeks on end, I just could not get away from this scripture. Just the portion that says, be steadfast, immovable, no movement, steadfast, secure, there. So I want to talk about don't drift. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. God, I thank you for those that lifted their hand and said that I'm making room today. And so, Father, we're putting out all the stuff and all the drama and all the mess. So we're making room for the word of God today because it's the word of God. It's, it's not the preacher, but it's the word. It's the word that I've hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. It's his word that brings light and illuminates things in our hearts and our lives. It's his word that's sharper than any two-edged sword that will pierce and divide and cut through the things in our lives, God. That we ask that the word will permeate us here today. Yeah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So just give me a few moments for those of you that are new, maybe not even have watched on Facebook, just to kind of catch you up. But I think it's, you know, kind of like, oh, I've heard this a few times. It's always great to hear it again. But we have been talking about the anchor holds. And our focal point has been in the book of Hebrews, the sixth chapter. In Hebrews, the sixth chapter, and we've read, I think, from 17, 18, 19, 20, because I just like reading the whole thing. But our real, our real focal point that we really dove in after is in verse 19. And in verse 19, it says this, and I don't have a lot of scriptures up here today, just you have to find it for yourself, amen? In verse 19, he says this, though. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Amen. And so for the last few weeks, and even, uh, and I didn't even tell Bobby what to, what to preach, but he kind of went down the same avenue a little bit. He preached a few weeks ago. But it says that we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I just love how that he throws in there, the author of Hebrews, that he throws in firm and secure. That he's letting you know that the anchor, the anchor that we have, the anchor of Christ Jesus is firm and secure. That, that word in verse 19, in verse 19, it talks about an anchor. Let's just kind of dive in that for a second. The word anchor is used metaphorically for that which supports or keeps one steadfast in the time of trial or of doubt. It is an emblem, it is an emblem of hope. So all last week, I preached about this last week, and I talked about that. So all last week, um, there's on your phone, I, think, I don't know if you have to update it or not or whatever, but at least in my phone, it, I know Butch's phone, because he's, he has sent me this like 20 times this week, and I love it. But in your phone, on the emojis, there's actually an anchor. So I'm just, you know, I'll be working on something this week and I get looked down, I see a text message from, it says from Butch, and I open it up and boom, there's a big anchor. You know, and, and somebody from over at the Weirwood campus, I guess they go to work pretty early and they decided before they started to get into work, it would be great to text their pastor and anchor at 4.30 in the morning. You know? so I was like, yes, yes. But it's, it's a sign, it was great to, it was great to get up and see that anchor from everybody, you know. Hold on. Hold on. And, and what I really, and it's kind of started this message for me, and I've said this the last few weeks, that the purpose of an anger is to keep you from drifting. And i got to say that again because that's important. We're really going to ride down that road today. The purpose of an anger is to keep you from drifting. It keeps you from being carried away by every weight and current that swirls past. Ultimately, it keeps you from capsizing. All right. Let me say that again, and I got, I got, I got some minutes. I got some minutes. The purpose of an anchor, thank you. The purpose of an anchor is to keep you from drifting. It, it keeps you from being carried away from every weight and current that swirls past. I got to say it again. I know it might disturb you and, and like us. <laughs> but it's important that you remember this. The purpose of an anchor is to keep you from drifting. It keeps you from being carried away by every weight and current that swirls past. Ultimately, it keeps you from capsizing. It is an agent, so when we're sending the messages, it's letting somebody know, as, as Butch is sending the emoji, it 
it's letting somebody, it's an em, the anchor is an emblem of hope, but it's a sign that, listen, God's got this. That God, God's got this. And even though the, your life might feel like it's rocking and rolling and, and the waves are beating upon the boat and, and it's swirling and there's all kinds of stuff, that's an anchor that God is your steady. God will bring peace in the middle of the storm. It, it's a reminder that when they were in the storm, the disciples, and they didn't know what to do, Jesus himself got up and he rebuked the storm and he said, peace, be still. It is him that he will speak to the storms of your life. It is an agent of security. It is an agent of steadiness that no matter how unpredictable or challenging the elements become, you remain stable. Now let me make this let me make this clear. And I know this might seem odd coming from a pastor inside of a church, but I've realized nowadays you really have to make this clear. But I want to make this clear that any other anchor other than Jesus Christ, you will sink. Somewhere. I, got, I got a Jeep. 
like my, it's like, be careful I'll say it. like my ride or die, you know, Dave's been in, he knows. And so anytime I have to take Noah somewhere, I was like, hey, I had to take him somewhere the other day, and he said, what, what, what vehicle are we taking it? I'm already taking the Jeep. I said, why? Oh. I said, why? So I don't want anybody to see me in that thing. It stinks.
<laughs> Nobody wanted to say amen on that. But if we're not anchored in him, we will begin to drift. I got one amen. If we're not anchored in him, we will begin to drift. Defining drift, defining drift, the, the, the definition, I want to say the definition, how we're defining drift here, is being slowly carried away by a current. And I have to say this a few times, just because this is extremely important for this message. Drift means, defining is being slowly carried away by a current. In there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, usually I'll say it a bunch of times, you know, and if I don't get it, amen, I'll say it again. But this is just extremely important for you to, to remember that drift is, we are defining the drift by being slowly carried away by a current. Being slowly carried away by a current. Let me, let, let me, let me, let me, let me just go uh, just a little bit deeper on this and explain to you being slowly carried away by a current. So, Jesus' first miracle that he had done, he turned water into wine. So, imagine being at that wedding. They're out of wine. Jesus shows up. Turns up already out. Now, you imagine the people that were there like, oh, yo, this guy is awesome. Like, yo,
I had Jesus' back like a madman. Right. Right. You mean the guy that was ripping chains apart and was going crazy and they put him up in the mountain because nobody could control Me and my boy Jesus could control him. We got him. We got him. You see him running around there? That's I mean, Jesus was there to support me a little bit. That was mostly me up in there. That was mostly me. He was always there. He was always there right along with him, right along with him, even when Peter was walking on water and he began to drown. Hey, Jesus! Jesus, I got you. I got you. Did y'all see that? You see that? He's got me. He's got me. But not all of a sudden, things started changing. The current. Let me, I don't know if I, I explain this to you. So a drift, I, I don't know if I explained it. Drift is being defined as being slowly carried away by a current. But he was all celebrating when the current was nice. But all of a sudden, now mama, the current is starting to get trouble. And Jesus knew it. And he said to Peter, he said, Peter, Satan is looking to sift you like wheat. Satan is looking to catch you in the current. Yeah, I'll say that again. He's looking to sit you like he's, he's looking to catch you in the current, Peter, but I'm praying for you. I'm praying. He's looking to cause you to drink, Peter. Oh, yeah, if you're out there and, and the waters are still, then it's just there. But all of a sudden now, when the currents come, oh, I wish I had somebody in there. Oh, he said, but I'm praying for you, Peter. And that's what I have in my heart for 2021. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you that the enemy does not allow the current culture to cause you to drift. Oh, watch, 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 watch. Oh, watch, watch. He said, what do you mean? The culture has changed. He was his homeboy. He was always there. He was always, you know, he was always right there along with him. But then all of a sudden, uh, Jesus, the, the temperature of the culture is changing now. The one who turned water into wine, the one who healed, the one who restored, the one who fishes and loaves, now is being blasphemy. Now he's the one that is uh, being uh, talking about that he's a heretic. Now he's the one how dare he say such a thing. Oh, I knew it about. Now the waters are stirring. The current is acting funny now. And he said, Peter, the current is changing. You once been able to celebrate me, but you're not going to be able to celebrate me right now. But I'm praying for you because the enemy has stirred the waters. current 
celebrating him, the flow of it is staying away from him. And rather than Peter standing firm, immovable, flow right along with the current. No, I don't know him. No, I don't know him. It's a far cry from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Who, when King Nebuchadnezzar built a golden image and says, when the horn goes off, I want everybody to bow. And everybody says, okay, the flow of the current culture. Everybody, when the horn would go off, they would bow. They flow, they flow until Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, no, we're not going to bow. They stood in the midst of the current culture and says that we will not be moved. We will not be shaken. We will not be torn. And then King Nebuchadnezzar told them, then I will throw you in jail. I will throw you, I will throw you in the fiery furnace. And not only fire in the fiery furnace, but I'll turn it up ten times higher. And they went over and they told King Nebuchadnezzar, rather than flowing like everybody else in the current, they stood. Oh, I wish I had somebody that's willing to stand in a time in an age where the current culture is telling us to flow. I don't even, I don't, I don't even, I will 
would be embarrassed. I would even, I, I'd be embarrassed. If you tell me you know the song, I, my face would turn red, I'd be embarrassed. We have a, there's a vile, disgusting, ignorant song that's rolling around, that's being pushed to our kids, that's being pushed to be sung on TV, that's being pushed to win Grammys and awards. It's being pushed here. Oh, wow, we want to cancel a Mr. Potato Head. Oh, there's a current that, you're going to have to shout for me today. I'm coming for you. Insufferable windbags. Like I'm like, I can't wait to 
They keep inventing new ways of wrecking lives. Come on. They ditch their parents when they get in the way. Stupid, slimy, cruel, cold-blooded. And if it's not as if they don't know any better, they know perfectly well they're spitting in God's face. And they don't care. Worse, they hand out prizes to those who do the worst and best. Back in my days, if you say something and get somebody's attention, I'm like, okay, you better get somebody. But I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back. Can we go back to the 1A on that? Yeah, right there. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God stopped knowledge. Listen, it's the same in the church house. I'm not just talking out, just out there for the people. It's in the, it's in the house. The church has stopped bothering God. So God says, enough. You tell them, no. No, we have turned the church into PTA meetings. We have turned the church into social gatherings. There are churches now, progressive churches now, that rather than singing how great of our God, we are now singing Guns and Roses knocking on heaven's door.
for a people. And the time's coming. And the time is now. Just like Jesus told the woman at the bus, now, now is the time. And those who worship me in spirit and in truth, now is the time. Now faith is the substance of things. The evidence of things not seen. He said, I'm looking. Can we go back to Corinthians? He said, I'm looking for somebody that even though that current is raging, even though that current is flowing, he says, I'm looking for a people. I'm looking for a people that will stand steadfast, immovable. And even though the world is screaming, even though friends and people are saying, no, flow, flow, no, I'm not being called to flow, but I've been called to stand. I've been called to stand and lift up my hands and rejoice and magnify him. Even if I gotta put my arm down a little bit and the flood's coming up, I will not be moved. If I leave you with anything, keep standing. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Keep praising. Keep worshiping. Keep magnifying. Keep glorifying him. Because it's raging. Amen. And it's only going to rage harder and harder. And he says, I'm looking for steadfast, immovable. Don't drift on your relationship. Don't drift in your marriage. Even though the world tells you otherwise. No, just flow. Flow. Young people, if you hear me, Listen, the enemy's after y'all. And that's what he wants. Amen. In, your, in, Amen. Your, in your schools, yes. in sports, in these things. Yes. Flow. Yes. Flow. Yes. Just flow. Just flow. Let everybody else just flow. Flow. Young folks, stand. Yes. Keep standing firm. Yes. Parents, yes. listen to me, parents. Yes. Somebody might throw a day at me. That's all right. I've been shot at before, so I'll be all right. Don't expect the schools, the government, and anything else from a friend's house that starts in your house. You're the the preacher of your house. I'm going to say beat these kids with the gospel, but I'm saying teach them. Teach them. Teach them when they're coming home to bring stuff and things that are being listened to or whatever. Hey, 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 hey. Steadfast. Yeah. Steadfast. For me and my house, we're, we're going to serve. We're going to serve the Lord. Let's hey, let's stand by. I know what your teacher said. I know the gym. I know what they're saying here. I know what this is saying. I know the news. I know what social media. I know what Snapchat said. I know what they're saying. I know what their friends care about. I mean, listen, that's, that's my house here. Steadfast. Immovable. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. 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 Let's pray for your children today. Father, I pray for each and every young person within the sound of my voice. In a time where the enemy is just saying, flow, flow with the current, just drift. God, I pray that you would give these young folks the strength. God, that you would give them the courage, God, to stand. That when they've done all the stand, keep on standing. That even when everybody else is flowing, that God give them the courage and strength to stand. And God, I pray that even in a time that folks all, you know, about, you know, they say being cool when I was younger. I don't know what word they use now, but they were like, oh, why are you doing that, God? That you would even in the midst of them standing, that others would say, you know what, yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. Man, look how bold they are and everybody else is flowing, they're standing. And God, that they would be an attraction. God, that they would attract others to stand, to teach this generation. God, I pray for parents. Oh, man. God, I'm jumping right into this boat. God, give us the knowledge. Give us the direction, God, of, of, of raising these kids in a, in a flowing, current culture. God, give us the words to say. He says, when you're brought before great kings and priests, he said, don't worry about what you're going to say, that the Holy Spirit will give you the words to speak. And I ask today, Holy Spirit, that you would give each parent the words. 
doesn't matter if they're three years old all up into 75 years old. God, I pray that you would give them the Holy Spirit would speak to them and give them the right words. Not to push them away, but to speak the purpose and destiny in their life. Father, strengthen these parents today. God, just give them the hope, God. Let them know that the anchor holds in this house. The anchor holds. Christ holds this house. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Hey, I love you guys. Come on.